0: Go to King. King will barge over. Will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the premiership.
1: Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's gonna to be to try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window get their second. The only thing done it! You always think of league card. Newcastle hunting rugby league. Welcome back to another episode of League Castle. I'm your host, Chris McPherson. Today, I am joined by two co-hosts again. Uh, two boys from the Newcastle and Hunter Rugby League B-grade competition and the walls and Magpies. Firstly, I'm joined by their veteran dummy half and um, probably something that you've got a link to our other uh, co host today. You're a veteran hooker. He's probably got a good taste in them. Uh, Carl Bundy Wormsley. Uh, I've told you... Known as the sexiest man in Newcastle, Hunter Ogley. How are
0: you? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Um, yeah, I do hear that a bit. I'd not like Daniel and talk about myself all the time, but yeah, I get a bit bluster when people say it. So yeah, take, take the raps when they come. <laughs> but you
1: know, if you're competing against blokes like Dan, then it's probably not much of an honour. Yeah. Speaking of that, our other co-host uh, he lists life challenges as spelling. Just day to day life and uh, has aspirations to one day be be as awesome as Jamie He tells me. So
2: uh Dan Melbourne, how are you? alright oh, mate. Just um not here to take part, mate, here to take over. Alright, I like it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's been your motto in life, <laughs> I think. You've tried it you've tried to hijack a few of our threads and uh, you know, people have taken the response to that as they feel fit, including some Woodbury fans who gave you some feedback on, on your thoughts on that.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was it was great. Couldn't sit on the bench for five minutes, so I just go back out.
1: Oh, that's all I right. Just, a bit of motivation
2: off yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, mate,
1: I will give you one thing. You have better put yourself out there and um, take take as good as you give. So it's uh, never a dull moment once you get involved. I like it. Yeah. So we might start off today, guys, um, with our regular segment, the League Castle Legends. Um, as, as any of our regular listeners will know, this is just a bit of a segment where we sort of give it a bit of a, an ups to either an individual or a team that did something a little bit above and beyond uh, on the weekend. And, Dan, we might start off with you. Who have you got for us, Straight
2: back at the Woodbury boys. They went up to A grade and won their first <laughs> time up there. Well,
0: they started the year in A
1: grade. But yeah, yep. yeah, got their, their first win since their return, so a pretty good effort. Yeah, they were in the
0: mix of mine as well. What about you, Bundy? Who have you gone with? Um, I'll give a shout-out to Lowie. He looked after me last week when he was here and he gave me a bit of a shout-out. So, And the Walls End boys, they're going through a bit of a tough time looking at their results and whatnot. So but they're sticking around and turning up every week and not doing much complaining, I think, so... On.
1: No, they certainly quitted themselves well uh, on a tough road trip to Gloucester. With
0: um, I know they've got a
1: few boys still out, so they did quite well. Mine goes to uh, all the way down in the D-grade Northern Conference, and a young bloke by the name of Harrison Reid, the fullback for Stroud, picked up four tries in there. When um, it was a 66 to five, win, a bit of a unique scoreline. Um, I'm told the field goals kicked right on full time, but yeah, picked up four tries and also kicked nine goals for the... Yeah, afternoon, so not a bad outing. 34 points, got more than most of the uh, other teams running around on the
0: weekend. Yeah, that's right. If well, I could play footy like that, I'd love to. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I don't think I scored that many points in my career, so how about you, Dan? How, how far back we have to go to tell out that,
2: that many points for you? Uh, I don't think I've scored more than two tries in a season. And, I'm guessing goal King's probably not your forte either. Um, look, well, back in under eight, with the PVC post. Yeah. Pretty good. Right, so maybe that might be a bit of a
1: message when they reinvent Les the PVC pipe goalpost and ding, how about goal kicking? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like yeah, it. Hopefully, throw a bit of coaching
2: to the juniors as well. Goal
1: Yeah. No, I like it. Happy days. Uh, we might jump into off the back of that. Uh, obviously, first of all, sorry, uh, make sure whatever app you listen to us on, you do give us a rate and review. It allows us to um, get out to a wider audience. So whether that's uh, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher or any of the other good apps that um, we appear on. Um, and make sure to get onto our social media channels as well. So that's uh, Facebook and Twitter, Castle, uh, AU on both of those. Uh, move on into Group 21 and uh, the reserve great action there, and we'll start off. Mary War went down 10-8 to Muscle, their second loss of the season. So a couple of weeks ago, they were undefeated. Uh, Scone, big winners, and they take uh, second spot outright on the ladder with a 48-4 win over Denman. Marirondi, 24, defeated Greta Brankson 12, in the battle at the bottom of the table. And Aberdeen, 16, defeated Singleton, 4, which saw Aberdeen climb up to 3rd, and Singleton drop down from 3rd to 5th. So the latter at the moment sees Marywar sitting top, uh, having played an extra game, though, uh, on 14. Scone, 13, Aberdeen, 11, Musselbrook 10, Singleton, 10, Marirondi, 4, Greta Brankson 2, and Denman, 2. Uh, this weekend's games, and I'll get boys to jump in with a tip here, and feel free to toss a coin as you need to. First up, we've got Scone and Musselbrook. They're playing at uh, ten o'clock. Sorry, ten o'clock, ten past three on Saturday afternoon at Scone. Uh, so that's uh, that should be a pretty good game. Both sides coming up with good wins. Scone second, Musselbrook fourth. I'll go, I'll go thoroughbreds being at home. After this game, yeah, I've um, probably
0: been pretty in juniors against Scone, and they're always pretty tough. So yeah, I think i Scone. You've got good
1: depth there and that's showing with sitting first in first grade which we'll get to as well. Uh, the second game on uh, Saturday is Marirundi hosting Meriwur. Meriwur, as I said, they've dropped a couple of games recently after getting off to a flyer. Marirundi got their second win of the season last week against Greta Brangson but it's going to be a huge difference to take on Meriwur and I think the Magpies will be too strong there. Yeah, I'll get the Magpies too.
0: I mean, the Westy Magpies. So. Um, i have to go yeah, Mer- Oh, no, am no, not no. no, no. You're going to go Mara at home yeah. for the upset? Yeah.
1: Even
2: yeah. breaks and then he's just come down from first grade. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah okay.
1: Next up we've got uh, on Sunday at 12.30, and this one will be the curtain raiser of the first grade. We've got Aberdeen. They're taking on Denman. Denman, you know, all sorts in the bottom of the ladder here. Be, you'd be pretty hard-tipped to go for the Devils. I'll be uh, tipping at the Tigers by a fair margin here at
0: McKinnon Field. Yeah. I'd have to go to the Tigers that one too. Yeah, I'll, I'll go up Tigers too.
1: And the final game of the round sees Singleton taking on Greta Brankson at Pertec Park. Again, the curtain raiser. Actually, no, it not be the curtain raiser. It's the fixture here, this one. Um, Greta Brankson only the one win so far this season. Their numbers have really dropped off, unfortunately, after that drop from first grade that you just touched on before. Uh, Singleton, they'll be looking to bounce back from that. Probably surprise loss to Aberdeen and, and work their way back up into the top three. So I think the Greyhounds will, will get a comfortable one here.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll tip Singleton at home. Yeah, Singleton
1: at home. Beautiful. We'll jump into the first grade, which uh, as, as we sort of alluded to, there is uh, a much decimated comp this year. Only a four-team comp. We've got uh, uh, the results from the weekend. Denman went down at home, thirty-six to four against Scone Thoroughbreds. See Scone maintain their undefeated start of the season. Singleton claimed second spot from Aberdeen. Up at Aberdeen with a thirty to sixteen win. So after those results, this weekend's fixtures, we'll see a top-of-the-table clash between Scone and Singleton up at Scone Oval. Uh, Obviously, both sides pretty full of talent. Um, We've got Adam Clydesdale, uh, who's obviously ex-NRL, as well as uh, Frank Paul Neuasala and Chad Redman all playing this game. So Adam Clydesdale for the Thoroughbreds and Frank Paul and Chad Redman uh, for Singleton. Uh, Scone with plenty of other good talent, as well as the Greyhounds
0: as well. Can the Greyhounds
1: knock off Scone for Scone's first loss of the year?
0: No, I can't say Adam. Obviously, it's going to be a pretty tough club like this there, so... Yeah, do no, that for the win All right, I'll, I'll, I'll throw the cat amongst
1: the pigeons here and I'll, and I'll say that we'll, I'll go with Singleton for the win and just ho- hope that the, my, my tide has turned. I haven't been going too well with the tipping uh, tipping the upset, so we'll wait and see on that one. Uh, on the Sunday fixture at 2 o'clock up at McKinnon Field, it's Aberdeen taking on Denman. Uh, and, look, Aberdeen might have dropped to uh, that result against Singleton last week, but I can't see them losing two in a row at home, uh, especially up against the Devon side. Um, yeah, I'll go with the um, Tigers. Yeah, I'll go
0: for an upset. I'll go with
1: Devils, I Devils. Like it. so that's the uh, Group 21 action. We'll jump into Newcastle Rugby League, and last weekend saw three fixtures take place uh, with the final Sunday fixture being washed out. A lot of Leaders West were comfortable winners 32 6 over Lakes. Maitland 28 got the win at home over Cessnock and Macquarie 20 defeated Curry 12 at home as well. Uh, Central and South, so the game scheduled for Townsend Oval was washed out. That, that ground notoriously poor with the rain uh, and has been postponed to this weekend on Sunday, I believe. So it'll be the only fixture with the uh, Pioneers game being played and we've got a number of Newcastle players being. And we're taking part in that one up against the Queensland Rangers, their country representative side, so no real surprise there. All the home sides getting the wins, boys, and uh, who do we like this weekend in the South and Central game at Townsend?
0: Um, I'd say South. South's got it going, I think. They're doing pretty well, at I the moment. South,
1: so. Yeah, I'll go with South too. Yeah, certainly going quite well, as you say. They're c- still sitting outright second with two games in hand, so if they can w- win one of those, and then well, this would be being this weekend, and then maybe get an upset against West. It'll certainly put them within striking distance of the latter leaders. So I think you'd be a brave man to go past South and I'll be going to the Lions there as well. Of course, good luck to all those players. Uh, I think there's something like 11 uh, Newcastle Rugby League players that have been selected to play in that Pioneers game as well as uh, West coach Matt Lantry having the reign. So good luck to all of them this weekend against the Queensland Rangers. If you are looking for a Newcastle Rugby League dose as well, Bar TV uh, will be covering the ladies' league tag all day where there's four games back-to-back. I believe coming from Carl Oval uh, on Sunday as well, so plenty of action available. But of course, the business end of what we want to get to is uh, just around the corner, and that's the footy they should be getting to. That's the Newcastle Hunter Rugby League boys. And yeah, there's been plenty happening. We might um, touch on on Westie and, and how things are travelling there. Bundy, do you want to give us a rundown on the season so far?
0: Yeah, we're we're tracking pretty well at the moment. It was a slowish start. Took us a a couple of weeks to get going, but um. The last couple of weeks, we've been playing some pretty good footy, so, yeah. Yeah, we're not looking too bad at the moment. Yep, Dan, what's been the keys to the success so far? Uh, we started the
2: year with um Beggs in hooker, and Bundy Bundy out for his first game with your <coughs> And uh, we started Bundy off the bench, and you know, Bundy's back in his spot in hooker, and Beggs is just getting control of the team in the halves, really. Yep,
1: here in from a few of the sides you've come up against, big raps on Jack Beagley. Yeah. And, you know, even guys that have played against him previously, just how far he's probably come in the last 12 months.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, he's, we're basically working off the back of the end of last year. I think we've only got, like, three different players to the starting team last year. So, yeah, it's good to keep the boys together. Hopefully, we finish well this year. The one bloke I want to ask you about, you know, probably doesn't get much mention in the media, Scott McKinnon. What can you tell me about him? Scott McKinnon? Oh. Uh, he's good at sitting on the bench, I suppose. Um, great attitude. Comes on, has a run, comes back off. Basically, makes one tackle, one run. Good stats.
1: Yeah. He, uh, he seems to just love being down there. Not, he's a guy who's an interesting one. I've, I know him off the field and took, took to footy a little bit later. Yeah. But he's just keen to just be around
2: and be involved and just do whatever's required of him. Is the impression I get. Yeah, well that's what he that's what he comes around for. we just I was hanging out with the boys. Like, oh on any footy trip wasn't much one. There was only three of us, but we went up the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We no,
0: ordered, wanted to do it,
2: Daniel. Yeah. All. we organised it. Um, one of the well, one of the boys organised it, Mitch Allen. He um <coughs> he put me on a different flight to the rest of them. I don't know if that was on purpose or not. And then um he booked the two bed apartment for four of us so he's great at planning um yeah scotty mckinnon 6 a.m in the morning down near the public hotel room, uh, pool drinking his gym beans great sight to see he's a good bloke scotty he's good to have around the team he's a good yeah I think, it, I think it's underestimated sometimes having those guys that you know they might
1: not be superstars but just prepared to play a role and you know Sometimes the guys that you know they might not even get it, get it picked in the squad every week because you might have everyone on deck, but then when the injuries come and those sort of things, they need to be there. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, you look at it basketball terms, they talk about all the time. Well, it's an award in the NBA. is the sixth man, you know, that guy that's a role player or just, you know, helps out where they need to. So, um, yeah, it's great to see. And there's plenty of those guys around, um, at plenty of the clubs. I might have to get you do a profile on Scotty, mate. Scotty McKinnon. Yeah, yeah. I, reckon, I reckon that could be a good one. It um, should certainly be very entertaining to see who his favourite Newcastle 100 Rugby League player is. Oh, it'd have to be Paul again, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, he's getting votes even outside the club, Kai, so um, Have you worked on your spelling on Kai's name, by the way? Um, No. Nah. What,
2: what is it? Kai Junkie?
0: dear. I right, won- There's some horrible pronunciations. I've played for him yeah. um, since I was 12 years old. Yeah, I've
2: heard everything. Yeah, well, Sean Hines, <laughs> Hynde, Sean Hines, the ref, he calls him on key, yeah. out on the field. I don't think anyone takes
1: anything Sean Hines says too seriously, but we're quite, we better not delve too much into that, because otherwise you get yourself offside with more referees than just long work. Oh, yeah, the out of footy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, we might get into, into the A grade to start with, and the results from the weekend. Uh, Dora Creek and Windale, Dora Creek 50, Windale 28. I'm, I'm told that Window were riding this one until late. A couple of little injuries, and... Uh, They just ran out of numbers and Dora Creek ran away with it. Waratah 24, defeated Dudley, 14. Woodbury, 18, defeated Cardiff, 10. And Belmont South, 30, defeated Fingal Bay, 4. So, uh, A few interesting results there. I I certainly don't think many people expected Belmont to win by as much as they did. Um, But in saying that, um, yeah, Fingal certainly lacking some players. And Woodbury, obviously, a number of people tipped. Cardiff to get that one done, and Woodbury were saying that they were probably struggling a bit for depth and, and numbers, but uh, obviously show that they can you know, at least chalk, chalk the one win, whether they can mix it with some of those other sides above them, we'll, we'll wait and see as the remainder of the season plays out. Uh, we might jump into this week's fixtures, they're all Saturday, 3 o'clock kickoffs, barring the Cardiff game, uh, we'll start with Dudley and Belmont South, this one should be interesting, Dudley coming off the loss, Belmont South off that big win, and there's no love lost between these two sides, most of the boys know each other, who do you think gets this one done?
0: Well, uh, I think Belmont. They look like they're going pretty well at the moment with <coughs> the results. Um, I have seen Dudley play earlier in the year, and they seem a bit hit and miss at the moment. They're not. They don't seem like they've got too much consistency there. So I'll go with Belmont. Yeah, I'm i the same. with bunny. There's a bit of hit and miss
2: with Dudley, but um, Dudley at home that's pretty hard to beat. We'll go with the Other than pause.
1: I know. Yeah, it's it's an interesting one. Um, Belmont, I think they're getting pretty close to full strength. They've got one or two to come back still. Um, And and Dudley in a similar boat. Certainly going to be a a physical battle of the forwards, but I think Belmont are on that bit of a run now. They know that another win or two will almost guarantee them uh, a top three finish, which obviously gives you that second bite of the cherry uh, in the 5 team final series. So I'm going to go with the Rabbits to get that one done. Next up, Fingal Bay versus Woodbury. Uh, I guess for Fingal Bay, this is, this probably marks a, a pretty dangerous game realistically, Woodbury coming off a win, um, Fingal Bay, uh, they've come off that big loss and also not that long ago a loss to uh, Cardiff as well so they've shown they have the propensity with a few out to, to drop a result and Woodbury will be up and about for it, it's a bit of a road trip for them but um, can the Warriors bring the upset and take the points here
0: at Fingal? Yeah, it's a hard one. that One, it's always hard to get up there at Fingal. I've played a bit of footy over there, up there, over the years, and I don't know. It's yeah, I'm gonna go with Fingal for that one, I think. Yeah, um, Fingal started the year real
2: well until they burst Dora Creek, I think, and um, it's real hard to beat Fingal Bay up Fingal Bay, but um, yeah, so definitely Fingal that one. Yeah, I think they've only dropped the one point up
1: there this year. I'm oh, sorry, Bar and Dora Creek only dropped one point, which was against Carter. Um, but, yeah, you're exactly right. That that game seems to turn turned this season. They've had a few outs since then. They do welcome back their uh, co-coach, Bo Earl, um, from his mid-season honeymoon, which we potted him a bit about last week. And what your, your boys' thoughts on that? What, what would be the thoughts if someone took a mid-season honeymoon, especially you know,
0: a leader? Yeah, um, I don't know. I, yeah, I wouldn't do it myself, personally. I'd make the misses wait until the end of the year, but... He's punching some pretty solid overs. Well, so. if he's punching overs, then I guess Somebody she, good she's... Somebody's going to she, Yeah, she's probably yeah, made him do it, I guess. <laughs> he, might, he might regret it if they run six,
1: but we'll wait and see, I suppose. Uh, I was, I'd ask you, mate, but I'm, I'm guessing marriage is a fair way
2: off for you before you consider um, these things. Well, oh, I'll probably marry myself, so... <laughs> 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 well... Yeah, no,
1: um, well, Good open admissions on the League Castle podcast. Yeah, but... I don't know, we
2: have blokes miss footy all the time for festivals and stuff, so it's no I no, suppose our no, honeymoon's a better excuse than festivals. Tom Payne missed on last year for a wine tour,
0: so yeah. that's how yeah, it you was. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and my brother missed on this year for Grimm, so Yeah. Well that, that's
1: that's one one point back in the tally for you being a better moment. I know I think that, that tally's pretty unbalanced at the moment I'm here.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, Mum says so anyway. <laughs> well, I, I shared a room with him <laughs> up at Gunnar this weekend actually and um yeah, I, I don't know now. I don't know who's the better man with. He scared me a bit. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Yeah, I thought I was going to wake up and stare at me or something like that. I don't know. Just neither. Yeah. Just neither's the winner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Beautiful. Weird, weird
1: characters and all. So. Yeah, they're a different breed, but they're always entertaining. Uh, the next one up is Windale hosting Waratah. Waratah look like they're firing on all cylinders. They've added a few players. Uh, none more well-known than Chanel Madiatia. Uh it's gonna be a big job for Window. They mix it with Dora Creek for sixty minutes last week. Can they uh, give it to water here?
0: Um, yeah, I haven't <coughs> seen too much in Waratah. They look like they're sorta of similar like I say started a bit slow, but they seem like they're, they're going along all right now. But um I I'd like to see Window. Yeah, I'd like to see Window Yeah, yeah I
2: ain't gonna back that on Window at home. They're um I reckon they'll come good at the end of the year, Window. Yeah, I'm going to go Waratah purely because in the tipping combo I need Matt Garrick to catch me. So, I don't know,
1: he'll take his own window outside So, I'll go with Warratt to win that one. The final game is 3.30 on Saturday afternoon at Cardiff Oval and it's Cardiff versus Dora Creek. Cardiff went down to Woodbury last week. I just can't see them matching it with the Swampies. Nah,
0: they're a fair way out in front, Dora Creek. So, yeah, I'd, I'd say they'll win and win pretty easily. Um, I'd like to say Cardiff, but Dora Creek's
2: just too good. A lot of, um, lot of respect to Cardiff for staying up in A-grade, they got dropped at B and they, they said no, we want to stay in A, so
1: that's always good. Yeah, it is, it is, you know, they've got a pretty proud history, Um, I was fortunate to play half a season out there before I blew up my knee, probably about a decade ago, and they're an A-grade side, then they've been an A-grade side pretty much every year and they pride themselves on that, and look, they'll battle everyone out, as we, they show with Fingal, when they got the draw up there the other week, and... Uh, got a draw against Belmont out Sorry, they defeated Fingal, and then they got a draw against Belmont Sauer. So they can mix it with pretty much anyone on their day. Um, it's just about getting out to a good start, but I just think Dora Craig will be too strong. Uh, we'll jump into the B grade, which is where you boys are going to come into your own, I'm sure. Uh, i looked through the results from last week, and we'll start with Glendale, 42, defeating East Maitland, 12. Morbeth, 22, defeated Shortland, 18. University, 18, defeated Malibu, 10. And Westwall, then, 48, defeated and Neil so those results all managed to combine to see you guys take your way to the top of the ladder outright for the first time this season. How's that? Yeah, it feels good.
0: Yeah, yeah there's been plenty of hard work there. Like I said, we, we started the year pretty slowly and then, yeah, we gradually worked there. So, yeah, it's pretty good. It's good to see us on top. Yeah, uh,
1: certainly interesting too because the, the makeup of the ladder is a bit of a, a mixed background so obviously you had the tees like more for the Malibu that brought points up. Um, and then you had, you know, university went up their points, you know, that moved them away, but then they came back down. Um, so it's reshuffled the ladder, but you guys, as you say, have just sort of climbed it one rung at a time. If you had a nice little progress picture of the ladder, that's exactly what's happened and got yourselves into a good good position now. Um, and, and I'm sure you will be looking, you know, after last year narrowly missing out on a, on a minor premiership,
0: um, you'd be looking at, at pushing hard for, for one this year, yeah. Yeah, we um <coughs> we just missed out on four against last year on that, not by many, mm, it was four like points. four or four Yeah,
1: I was four four gonna say, uh, a lot of people making questioning whether or not, you know, you should have been allocated a few more points for the Woodbury forfeit, which well, would have changed
0: it, but that's yeah. what's done is done. Yeah, we're not gonna complain about it, but, but um yeah, yeah, we'll be shooting for the for the minor premiership, but there's sort of a fair way to go yet, so yeah.
1: yeah. And there's certainly as we see from a couple of those results, there's certainly a number of sides that are, you know, quite strong. Obviously University came up against them last round and had a draw. Malabula pushed them on the weekend. Um, we know what Morpeth can do. Glendale had, Put put on some real good showings as well, um, and even East Maitland and Shortland on their day, Guitar are probably a little bit off the pace at the moment. Um, but you know,
0: it's not going to be an easy run home to get that to get that title. No, no, like I said, we've got a lot of lot of hard work to do
1: yet, yeah, but we're looking forward to it. So, yeah, lovely, and uh, and that and that just starts this weekend, I guess, or continues on at Bower Oval. Um, you get a look at Glendale. they've obviously got plenty of points in them for the weekend. So do you guys? So. Um, does it come down to a bit of defence this one?
0: Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Um, I didn't play Glendale in the first round. I was, I was injured. I hurt the ribs back then, so I, um, I haven't played him yet this year. But they're they're a pretty big sides, so yeah, we we'll have to be on the ball defensively. So yeah, Glendale, One thing you notice with Glendale, all
2: their games are high scoring, whether they lose or win. That's that's when, when we played him in the first round. I noticed. Very loose, half centre of their big boys. That's where I sort of get away a little bit. but um, Yeah, we're going to play them again, second time at Glendale as well, which isn't fun. We always like playing at home, but um, hopefully we'll get it done.
1: Yeah, certainly uh, an interesting one, and they've got quite an experience where you guys sort of come off the back of, you know, and we talked about it before Jack Begley, <laughs> a younger half. Uh, they've got a very experienced Pair parent Steve Slee, Jamie Forbes. Um, he's probably the only Jamie running around anywhere in Australia that's older than Jamie Watts. Um, so, yeah, that, that experience in their halves has certainly been a key to them scoring a lot of points, I think. So, um, yeah, as you say, though, it's a very different ball game when you head out there to Bower
2: Oval, isn't it? Oh, I played eight years juniors there, so it's sort of a little bit like home. But, yeah, I'd rather be playing the second round against Westie because they're a little bit better now. But yeah, we weren't both at our best at the start of the year. Yeah, it's certainly be
1: interesting to see. Uh, and I'm uh, not silly enough to sitting in between you two boys tip against you, so I'll go with you boys, and I'm sure that makes three out of three for West Walls end, and, uh, and I think this one would be an absolute belt of a clash, so anyone that's around that area, it's a, it's a bit of a local derby. You see, there's plenty of guys that have been involved with both clubs. Uh, definitely, definitely be worth the, um, the uh, price of stakes in if they are able to get down there and take this one in, and there'll be plenty plenty on show, including
0: a few old war horses. Yeah, well... Um looking forward to it. It'll be a tough game. They've, they're not going too bad, Glendale, so... Yeah, yeah. I think the fact that they're
1: sitting down there in fourth from the ladder probably is a little bit deceptive. They've had a couple of games I know where they've missed good handfuls of players, so they're not that far away and as we said, not much separating those top five or six sides. Yeah. Yeah, well,
2: they've, um, they've got Brendan way back in the semis. He's, um, he's a quality player and then um, it's going to be great as well. I work with a lot of the Glendale boys, so, yeah, about. Yeah, so I'm sure you'll be making some outlandish statements between now and then to oh, them, won't you? I, I try not to because I'll probably have to quit the job <laughs> if I go back to work and we like lose. Yeah, oh right. Well that, that's good motivation to have though. Like
1: you know you know that you've got to win now, mate, it's simple. Yeah. Uh all right, the other games in this round fixtures. Morpeth take on East Maitland. Uh again, a little bit of a derby match this one. East Maitland are a bit up and down, uh, on, on their day, they seem to be able to mix it with anyone
0: but More, but a pretty strong side, and they've got a fair bit of depth across the paddock and plenty of experience as well. Yeah, I think East Maitland seem as though they're struggling for numbers a bit. I I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, but um, they they were pretty tough when we went up there and played them. We didn't play our best, but yeah, they turn up and yeah, as I said, they're struggling for numbers a bit. But um, yeah, I I think more will be too strong from there.
1: Yeah, I'll be going
0: to Bulls as well. And as you say, it is interesting to see because
1: they obviously got numbers two weeks ago when they went into Katara. They had a big win against Katara. Um, not that different to the margin that you guys had. on Akatara in a similar boat with a bit of consistency of numbers. But um, yeah, if, if each man can put their best seven or nine ten 9-10 on the paddock. Um, and they're led around by
2: like, like Chad Irvine and a couple of those other players they've got there. They can mix it. But I just don't think that they're going to have the depth to take on Morpeth. Yeah, Morpeth, prefer- I didn't play against Warpeth, um, But they, I watched... They definitely throw the ball really well, but um, East Melbourne's just struggling too much with players at the moment, so more people in that one.
1: Next one, Shortland face the unenviable task of heading up to Malibula, uh, to take on the Panthers. Malabula, they're another the side. They go on, they went on a run there for a couple of weeks where they just dropped some big results. They had a lot of players out. They've welcomed a couple back now. Look like they're starting to find their range. They mix it with University after a win the week before. Um, I, is that said, I'm going to tip the upset here and go for Shortland to get the win.
0: Yeah, it's it's tough playing footy up at Albury. It's always cold up there. I don't know, every time I play footy up there, it's cold. So things haven't been sunny when I've been there. Yeah, it been night against them mm, in two or three weeks. Yeah, but um, yeah, they yeah they're hard to pick at the moment, Nuala. They're... They look like they're a couple of players short when we played them a couple of weeks ago, but they're looking at their results. and not going too bad now. So, <coughs> yeah, but I- I'm going to go with Shortland. Um, I'll
2: stick with Malibuwa. they up at Malibuwa.
1: Yeah. Yes. Lovely. Now, if I want to match it around, I think it's going to probably be uh, all of us in unison on it. It's Katara hosting University uh, over at Hudson Park there at Katara at 3.15 on Saturday. Yeah. I just... Katara, they look like they're in all sorts of conceding points by the Buckler. You guys saw it firsthand on the weekend. Um, is there any glimmers of hope there? Or, I mean, you've played these two sides in the last two weeks. What's the difference between the two?
0: Well, they, Katara Qatar done the little things right, but they, they had good line speed. They slowed the ruck down. Like, they just struggled defensively. They've fallen off tackles left, right, and centre. Yeah, Daniel made a break straight off a kickoff. And then, I was there even the a tackle? They yeah, just yeah, they out the for and, yeah, they're just. Yeah, just defensive. They're struggling, but they're doing the little things right. They're just yeah, not tackling. It's yeah, i think worried. Uni, will
1: pick that apart. <laughs> they're, they're quick and you know their halves are quite strong as well. So
2: um, yeah, and, and what did you think of University? Obviously, came against them fortnight ago. Uh, uni, that that was my best game, but um, it was definitely back and forth. I think we went in the halftime we were up 12-10. You know, he just scored with three minutes to go. But um, yeah, that was just just a physical game. Yeah, but they're definitely um definitely an 80 minute team. They they got the best fitness of the conference. So. But um Qatar, they they've got a lot of work workers in the, their
1: team. I think yeah they um so they've got a lot of degrade players playing up. So yeah, they, I, think, I think it's a very much a week to week proposition. Yeah, so. and that was the interesting thing I did note. We'll get to their degrade in a minute, but their degrade had a big win against one of the other strong sides in degrade. So it's really interesting. But um I think that's all of us in unison at University of the Tip here? Yeah, yeah I'd say so. Yeah. Beautiful. So that's the B grade. We'll jump now into the C grade. Um, fixtures from the weekend. And we'll start off. Raymond Terrace and Abermain played out a 24-all draw. Uh, Gloucester, 32. Defeated Balls and Maryland, 10. Morissette, 26. Went down to Tall Timbers, 32. And Aberglassen, 46. Defeated Budgie Roy down at Budgie Roy, 12. So... Just on that budget, we have now pulled their second team out of the uh, D grade Southern Conference, I understand. Uh, there's now a buy in that comp- competition, just they've had to forfeit a couple of their recent games, just haven't had numbers. They've been uh, battling to get their side together when they've both been at home, but it's been at the detriment of their of their C grade side because blokes have been playing two games in a day, which even, even in the lower grades takes its toll when uh, what I'm told is some of those guys were well into their late 30s and trying to play 160 minutes of footy. In an afternoon, which I don't even get through eighty at the moment. So. Sure, Bob could if you asked him to. Yeah, Bob could. Yeah. No, yeah. he, he's like a uh, one, of those, one of those big horses, Clydesdale, isn't he? Just, yeah. just, just a stayer. Yeah, he's a stayer. Yeah, yeah. He'd,
0: he'd, play, he'd play, four games of footy if he had to. Yeah. Well, that's you
1: know, it's just it's a different cut of people sometimes, isn't it? Yeah. I, mean, I I used to be able to do that. I remember getting through a, couple, a few games of grade when I was twenty one, but trying to get me through a full game now, even, and I am. It's the end of me. I'll probably be out four weeks. So. Uh, this week's fixtures uh, in the C-grade competition, Wolves and Maryland host Morisset at the Grange Oval. Uh, as you said, Lowy and low the boys, that, it looks like they're getting a little bit better each week. It's just about, you know, I'm not sure whether, uh, whether
0: they've managed to put together an 80-minute performance in a little while. Yeah, well, they, they seem competitive, looking at the results. I haven't seen them play many games. I've just moved to Maryland, actually, so I wouldn't be... We'll be able to get down to the Grange no, and watch a game. Low you'll hear that and will be throwing bags, catching. Yeah, next yeah. year. I won't tell him the address, but yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I I don't go I walls end at the Grange there. They're always hard to beat. You got to turn up there. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, end at the Grange, but um, Morissette
2: beat him in the B grade comp there, about thirty two to ten or something at the Grange. So, um, yeah, Morrisette. Really, we'll get home.
1: Yep. I thought I was going to be tipping the upset here, but I'm going to go Walls and Maryland as well. I, was, I watched them play out there against Aberglass in the other week, and until a couple of boys lost their fuse a little bit and did some silly things, and they found themselves all of a sudden down to 10 players, uh, they were, they were in it. And Morissette are prone to uh, ill-discipline as well, so if they can get the upper hand and keep the discipline early, I think they can actually get a bit of a march on the Bulls and, and uh, cause a bit of a boil over here at home, which will send the uh, the home fans there at the Grange... Uh, into, into a frenzy because it's been a little while between wins out there for them. Next one sees the Battle of the Central Coast and it's 2.30 on Saturday at Sohe Park in Arimba. Tall Timbers versus Budgie Woy. Uh, Budgie Roy had a bit of a run a few weeks ago where they started to get a few wins on the trot, but they haven't done much in the last couple of weeks and I think that'll continue. Tall Timbers will be too strong and win the Coast derby here at home.
0: Yeah, Tall Timbers, when they, they come up to B grade from that, for that line game and they were a pretty good side. They... They ended up with only 13, they had a, sh- a short bench and they got a couple of injuries, but they were a pretty tough side, I was pretty impressed by them. They had their, one of the blokes, he was an older bloke, he played 5-8 and he, his footwork was amazing. I missed yeah, about so, six that'd six that'd be, tackles on the one bloke. That'll be one of the Trembath
1: boys, I'd yeah. say. Pretty, yeah, there's a few of them that have sort of had a couple of years off from first round and come back. Um, but yeah, you're exactly right, I think I think numbers was the reason that the, the league ended up agreeing to him back to C grade. and. I know when they played Hello, something when they played Walton Maryland the other week, they ended up they came up with just thirteen, which is again probably testament to the blokes that they are turn up and drive all right the way to and Maryland and play a game with thirteen players and could have just thrown in the tower quite easily. So Yeah, it's a bit of bit of trouble coming down there every week. Certainly is, so who are we tipping here with? Um
2: I'll go to all timbers. Yeah, I'll go to all timbers as well. Yeah,
1: lovely. Next up we've got Raymond Terrace Fresh off their draw last Friday night on uh, Bar T V. They take on Gloucester. The Gloucester boys—they're they're making uh, no mistake of their intent. They've got a really strong side, and uh, for mine, it's probably um, you know proverbial the proverbial bee's separating them and is as uh, competition favourites at the moment. So I can't back against them, uh, even taking on the uh, the Great Brook Roach. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it'll be a good game that one, I think.
0: But um, yeah, I've seen that Steve Cook—he's he's up in yeah. Gloucester now too, yeah, and um, Steve Cook, Steve Forrest, yeah, yeah. Steve Forrest—he's going up there and. Uh, both yeah young Luke Handsaker as well so Yeah so they're, they're they're not looking like a bad side of Gloucester they've always been pretty strong I think but yeah I'll I'll go with Gloucester in that one. Yeah, I'll um I'll stick with Gloucester.
1: Yeah, no. They and the Sunday afternoon, one o'clock kick off sees Aberglassen take on Abermain. Uh, Abermain, look, they've got into some arm with a few sides lately, but I just think Aberglassen uh their depth and class. I mean, aberglassen has got a huge number of players on their books. Um, they do suffer from that um, curse of having a lot of mine workers, etc. But they've got so many of them that um, their depth is pretty good across the board, and I think they'll continue their run on top
0: of the ladder. Yeah, I, it's a hard one with and Like I said last year, I think that was similar. I was talking to a couple of boys that play for them that pumped concrete for us, and they that was the I think one week they'd be full strength and looking really good and then the next week they'd struggle and get a cricket score put on them so yeah it seems like they're going a lot better this year they yeah, must be keeping players on the field so yeah I'd give them a glass in there yeah I'll stick with a glass in as well yeah I think they've, uh, what they've done is they've just probably added a few more numbers so their
1: rotation whereas last year I know they played a couple of games where they didn't have a full squad and things like that We have got a number of players on the books and so guys are actually still missing out when they're available etc so they're uh, slowly building up. We'll jump into the D-grade Southern Conference. And uh, there's only two games in this competition. As I said, Budgie Boy have pulled out now. So Kersley had the buy and pick up two points. Um, Katara upset Swansea. So Swansea and Hamilton had been neck and neck at the top the ladder until two weeks ago before they clashed and Hamilton took down Swansea. Then Swansea's lost back-to-back games. Uh, Katara, 26-18 winners. Uh, Hamilton... Uh, were to take on Wanji, but Wanji forfeited that match. Uh, and a and Cardiff clashed on Sunday, and that one was 30-20 to Cardiff ran out winners in that one. Um, so, yeah, a little bit disappointing that Bajewa couldn't continue, but at the same time, you understand, that, you know, it starts to take its toll when guys are having to play two games and, and you you know, every second week you're feeling that you have to forfeit or, you know, you're turning up with a bare minimum
0: of guys who aren't that enthusiastic. Yeah, it's a bit unfortunate, but, yeah, I can understand where they're coming from. I well, would be playing two games a week. It no. takes me Wednesday to come good as he's playing one game, so. Yeah, that's just from the piss. <laughs> yeah, well, well. That's it. Well, that, that's, that's what happens. If you're drink. playing <coughs> to you game, you'll
1: know, you
2: drink twice as much. and to pay you to Friday to recover. Well, I do that anyway, so. Yeah. You know, that, that, that explains a few things, though, doesn't that's it? That's why I'm always on the comments of the league castle after Tom and Yeah, that's all right. That, again, that probably explains your spelling. Oh. You could. Well,
1: that's good, cause I didn't notice there's any spelling mistakes in there, so that's when you draw. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're nice. Uh, so this week, and we see Katara taking on Hamilton, so they'll get their second opportunity in a row uh, to try and knock off one of the latter leaders. Uh, can they go back-to-back, the Bears here, or um, will it be the Ducks that, that win the local derby here, the battle for Broadmeadow?
0: Um, I'd have to go with Hamilton and that. I, I haven't seen too much of them. I went and watched them... Um, one of my mates, his brother-in-law's playing <coughs> I went and watched him play Wobbuckle at the start of the year, and they look like a pretty big side, but, um, yeah, they look mobile as well, so yeah, I'd have to go to Hamilton. Yeah, I think I'll go
1: to Ducks too. I think they've become uh, a lot of people's second favourite side, based purely on the fact that um, their number one priority is drinking with football second.
0: Yeah, well, it seems like that. Having a sponsor as a candidate wouldn't find it hard to have a big night. No,
1: that's exactly where they go back and yeah, I've uh, I've had a few chats with a few of the boys and it's very much the focus is about being social and that was, you know, there's a bunch of boys that drank together and lived at the uni on campus
0: together that decided they wanted to get a footy to drink together. Yeah, well, it always makes for a good year. We've had plenty of years like that at Westy where it's all about know, partying after games and making the most of it. So yeah, it makes for a good year certainly does. You
1: got the Ducks as well, Dan? Uh, mate. We're going to go Katara. And Katara. Katara to continue what they're doing. And uh, that would pull an equal top on the ladder if they could do that. It's snuck up under the radar. Next up, we see Cardiff take on Swansea. Uh, now, I think the Swans have got to bounce back here, surely. I know that um, Cardiff have been giant killers before, having uh, they uh, they knocked off Hamilton earlier in the year. So can they double up on that
2: and take down Swansea with an upset win here after they win a Wobbuckle? Yeah. <sighs> really depends if um a lot of their boys have got to play up in the A grade team, doesn't it? But um I'm gonna say Swansea. Because they're not both playing Oh, they both playing at Cardiff? Yeah, both at Cardiff. Uh we're gonna to have to swap that to Cardiff.
1: Cardiff oh. their full squad there. I'm gonna to go to the Swans to bounce back from their two losses and uh, chalk a win here. Yeah, I'll will go with Cardiff at home. Yeah. Cardiff at home is to continue Swansea's run one uh, you have the bye, the final match will see Kersley take on Awabakal and uh, it's been a little while between drinks for Awabakal But I think they will get the job done Up at Kersley um, with an upset win, or with a win away from it, sorry, against the crutches
2: Yeah, um, I don't know what's happened with Kersley from being a half decent B grade team last year to The in um, D-grade, obviously lost a few players, but um, I'll go with Awabakal
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with a
1: Lovely, that wraps up the D grade South. Uh, we'll move on to the North D grade Northern Conference and uh, the results from last week. Uh, Maitland United 12 were defeated by Dungog 28, T guns 34 defeated Karua 20. That sees T guns open up a two game gap on Karua at the bottom of the ladder, which, barring some miraculous results in the last few rounds, will see Karua collect the wooden spoon. Uh, Clarence Town 24 defeated Hinton 22, which sees them now open up a seven-point gap atop the table, um, which again essentially hands them the minor premiership. Um, and Stroud 66 defeated Patterson River five. So I'm told that uh, it was 66 to four right on full time, and Patterson River just decided to pull over a field goal. Why not? Yeah,
0: I've, yeah I yeah I remember I played Shortland in junior for a one time, and we beat him. It was 96. 5 or something like that, but they kicked the field goal before scoring the try so yeah, they kicked the field goal a couple of minutes ago and then scored a late try So Yeah, yeah. I remember, yeah. I think I, I spent about under-16s
1: game on refereed it was over at Stockton, it was a semi-final Central versus Dudley, so you know, it makes sense to have it at Stockton
0: yeah.
1: um, and I think it was Dudley who were winning 40 to nil in the semi-finals elimination game and sure enough Central popped over a field goal, the lock broke from the back of the scrum and kicked it yeah, right. Make it forty to one at full time. So I suppose if you're going to get get knocked out of the finals, why not get a field goal on your way? There you go, a point. Yeah, it. exactly. So some interesting, interesting
2: tactics. But you know, they they all add to the personal tally. You got any field goals in your career? Um, no. Sometimes on Saturday nights, get give a few, give a few goals, field goals by myself. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you're, 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 you're
1: an interesting captain, <laughs> in Melbourne. Um. Uh-huh. That's not what most, most young blokes are doing with their Saturday nights after a game and putting in a few drinks. But anyway, no wonder your um dream dates to the uh, bartender at the uh, museum hotel. Is it? Oh, she's a good sort, mate. What do you, what do you do? Uh, all right. So this week's fixtures all Saturday afternoon, two o'clock at Dungog Bennett Park. Dungog versus Patterson River. Who do we like here, boys? Uh, Dungog out there. <coughs> yeah,
0: Dungog
1: out
0: there.
1: Yeah, who, who wants to drop Dungog? Um. Oh, yeah, I hear they got the best steak sandwiches, um, mm-hmm. but you know, unfortunately, the, the beer yeah. and the rest
0: of the drinks up there taste the same as everywhere else. Boggabri Football Club on the weekend they claim to have the best steak sandwiches in New South Wales, so yeah, I'd have to argue that. But, yeah, they put um, coleslaw, coleslaw on their steak sandwiches. Thought it was a bit strange, but would you go now. I didn't get coleslaw. I got of the coleslaw. Cause, yeah, but the, the steak sandwiches are too bad. Like, yeah. It was a pretty generic one. I wouldn't say it was the best thing not going to be
1: good enough for to bring home. No, I don't think would have
0: brought
1: it home. Yeah, well, I'd love to hear from anyone listening, actually, if you think your club's got the best one out there. I have had one at Bennett Park, I will say it's pretty good. Uh, I don't know if it's the best I've had. I'll say Dudley's up there, they, they do a pretty good steak sandwich. But uh, and actually, the barbecue out at Westie's
0: not normally too bad either. Uh, yeah, we don't. I've never really eaten the barbecue. Yeah, we get it when it's cold at the end of the game. Yeah, you you know, get the leftovers, yeah so you yeah, get yeah. leftovers. It's hard to know as players, isn't it? Yeah. So. yeah.
2: Um, oh, yeah, yeah he's been in the only time I get cold sore is steak sandwiches when it's on the lips, really.
1: Few um, cold oh, <laughs> we, we, we don't need to know about your herpes and other related positions there, but thank <laughs> you for doing that. If you If you oh. want, if you weren't ineligible for the eligible bachelor segment that we're going to run later in the year, you are now. Well, that's why.
2: Um, that's why no one wants to talk me really. In yeah, Male or female? Yeah, female, yeah. yeah. Just, No one wants to me. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: They'd be, they'd be well fueled by the shit that comes out of your mouth, those cold sores. Yeah, yeah. But anyway. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Get him a bib. So, Dungog and Patterson River. Off. We've gone Dungog, Dan. Um, yeah, I'm going Dungog. Beautiful. Next up, the undefeated ladder leaders, Clarence Town host, Maitland United. Uh, yeah. Pretty hard to go past Clarence. You know, the, you know I feel like I'm a broken record when I talk about Blake Birch and some of the other players that they've got there, but, but that side would... Jeez, they'd mix it with some of the B-grade sides. Uh, but... You know, they've they got put in D grade north and they've continued on with their job there and they're doing a pretty impressive one.
0: Yeah, well, I have heard people say that they shouldn't be there and I've, I've seen that they've got a few handy footballers. Trent Upper as well that used to yep. play a bit for Woodbury as well and, yeah, he's one of the only blokes I've seen put Kyle flat on the ass. So, yeah, he's he's probably playing a bit below his grade down there. But, um, yeah, Clarence Down should do him pretty easy, I'd say. Yeah, I'm going to go with Clarence Down. Yeah.
1: Next up, we see the bottom of the table, Karua, take on Hinton. Hinton, look, they, they showed that um, Clarence Center are obviously human. 24-22 lost last week. And Dungle would draw with Clarence Sound, so Clarence in the mix. But, you know, if you've gone, gone pretty close to um, Clarence Sound, you want to hope you, the next week you, you'd tail off the, the guys at the bottom of the
0: ladder. Yeah, well, you bite the feet, so. Show a bit of consistency there. and Yeah, turn up and look for the win. Yeah, so...
1: Two tips for the Hornets, Dan making it three. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Yeah, and it's probably time Shane Tapper stepped up and uh, got back across the because he was bragging to me about how he got three in his first three after he transferred from the upper glass and ants. So uh, there's there's some um you know, incentive for you, mate. Just do what he did when he couldn't score tries in C grade, he just dropped down a grade. Didn't he um did he stop playing as well and start refereeing a little while back? Yeah, that was that was a while, yeah, he refereed for a while. And, a yeah, yeah. You know, there's some, some, some illustrious people that are refereed if I you might. look at Tapper, yourself and
2: myself. I might do that, mid career, Just jump back in the refereeing and come back when I'm 40 January. You know 40 odd, mate, he's 50. No. Tapper.
1: Yeah, no. mate, there's plenty of them going around. Is Spe-
0: he older
1: than Wotzy, Yeah. Sure yeah. Spe- speaking of people that are older than Watson, the next game, Stroud and Teague. There's a both called Simon Chappell playing Booker for uh, Stroud. He scored five tries in his last two games. He's 51. Fairly
0: good,
1: how, know, you, how, how old are you? <laughs>
0: 32.
1: Yeah, so he's only got 19 years left. Yeah, no. i don't I'll tell you no. what, he, he's easy better nick than the, any of the three of us in this room.
0: Yeah. I don't
1: think he's got much competition looking here, but.
0: Yeah.
1: So, um, but yeah, so, yeah, Chapo is. And the best thing about Chapo is he's generally one of the nicest people we ever meet. Yeah, I, I don't know
0: how. My body would be falling apart at that age. Mate, I'm 32. So. I've retired from retired
1: <laughs> yeah. from league and go back and play that, start of playing AFL because it's a bit, less, a bit less impact on the body. But yeah, it's a it's a crazy thing to think that you know how old are you, dear? Ah, uh,
2: 22.
1: Yeah, you about that. You, 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 yeah, he's more than double your age, so and he's still going around. So it's absolutely crazy. Uh, I think he's got a son. who might he might be well, he's certainly played a few years of senior footy. Might even be playing grade for Maitland and doing pretty well there as well, Reese Chapel. So. um yeah, so Stroud taking on tea Gardens, and uh, how can you bet against a man who's scored five tries in two weeks at the age of 51?
0: Yeah, I'd have to be on Stroud. Is that Stroud, is it? It is up at Stroud Showground at 3 o'clock on Saturday. 3 o'clock on Saturday, yeah. I'd have to go up to Stroud, Stroud. Yeah, I'm going to
1: stick with Stroud. Lovely. So that brings us to a wrap of all the games for the weekend. Thanks, boys, for coming up to the studios tonight and giving up a bit of your time. Uh, good luck this weekend. I, um, I'll certainly be keeping a keen ear out to hear how you guys go. I think that'll be an absolute belter of a game out there at Bower Oval and certainly be one of my picks of all the fixtures this weekend to uh, get yourself out to if you can and, um, you know, uh, go down and give Dan some feedback just about his life choices and everything else he does from the side. of people like to do that.
2: I don't think um, he listens that much, either. To... No, <laughs>
0: I don't
2: really listen. I only listen to blokes on the field, what alone off mm-hmm. the field, so mm-hmm. it's just me just talking to myself in my head all game. Mm-hmm. About himself or to himself, that's
1: normal. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be a really, I feel like your club would be a really interesting <laughs> place with, with, with the different character types that you've got down there, you know, yourself and Jamie Watts alone and just be entertaining time. his? I mean, he's certainly mellowed a bit. Yeah, well, oh, them oh, two oh.
0: together, they've, they stir each other up, oh, something cool. shocking. it's good to watch. I, know, I watched his to have a food fight Well, yeah.
2: and then uh, Wattsy walk off crying <laughs> and sat the locals at the bar for the next half an hour.
1: Uh, but he's what's he, easy to stir up, what's he? I would yeah. I would've liked to see Dan try and stir Watsy up when he was in his prime, uh, that would have been interesting. He, he's never in yeah. a fight. So yeah, like... <laughs>
0: what, he, he bluffs people, Watsy. He? He's a bluffer.
1: Yeah, that's he, all he right. People. Yeah. well he's um he's certainly got plenty of uh, years up on him and um I'd, I'd be intrigued now that he's got more years years of football or weeks of suspension than he's copped in his career. Yeah, it would
0: be interesting be one. I think he was yeah. saying something about in his forties or something for suspension. Yeah, I don't know, one year when he was, I think he was captain coach, and it's back in 2011 maybe, I think he had an eight week suspension that year, yeah. I'm pretty sure, off memory. I
1: remember um, when, I, when I went back to playing and I played at Lakes, the year before that he had a big one, he was at Macquarie, and, and it was for like a dirty swinging arm, It's when he used to wear, I don't know if he still, does he still wear the big pad on the no, forearm? I no, no, no. and, and this is when he was, you know, carrying a fair bit more muscle than he is now. And, mate, he used to just go around wielding that thing. I was playing front row against him, and all I was worried about was not worried about running at him. I was just worried about whether that arm was tough when I got close to him or not, because if it was, you knew it was coming for your teeth. Yeah. So, but, yeah, great bloke off the field. Yeah. Very entertaining and right. um loves his footy. So, uh, as I said, boys, thanks again for your time. Uh, Good luck this weekend. Uh, To everyone who's tuned in, thank you for tuning in. Make sure to jump onto our social media pages um, and give us a share and a like. And, uh Good luck enjoy your footy this weekend and we'll catch everyone next week thanks boys Thank
0: yeah